Hello, beautiful. Julia here from juliatreat.com. Welcome to Stepping into the Light. I have an amazing podcast ready for you. But first, I must tell you about my new favorite thing, CBD with hemp. Believe me, I would have never thought that I'd be saying those words. I've tried CBD in the past. I have never had any prolific results. That, my friend, was until I was introduced to Hempworks. Hempworks with an X. H-E-M-P-W-O-R-X. I have been using the product for a little over two weeks now. I wanted to have some time to make sure that I was experiencing some massive, massive shifts. And I am here to preach to you today <laughs> that this is the answer to our ascension process. This is the answer to ascension symptoms. This is 5D living. So I'm going to play a short commercial just so you can understand why our bodies would be craving this substance. And then we're going to get onto the podcast and hold on because it is an amazing one today. After you learn a little bit more about Hemp Works, I invite you to go to my page. Yes, I have teamed up with this company because it is so amazing. It is built on light. Just check out HempWorks, H-E-M-P-W-O-R-X dot com backslash Julia Treat. Now I invite you to expand and learn a little bit about your body in this very brief commercial created by HempWorks and then on to this amazing podcast. You are going to love it. And thank you for being part of my family. God bless. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay. Hello, Dr. Q. Hi. Everyone's already like, I was saying, look, you know, he's already had this long day working and he's still going to meet with us tonight. Thank yeah. you so much. No, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, no, I'm thrilled. A lot of stuff happening. <laughs> Oh, I know. I know. Oh my God. We'll dive into whatever we cover today. I'm going to just, you know, I did ask you to send me something about yourself that I could, um, you can still see me, right? Yes, ma'am. I'm just on another screen. I need to make sure because I can't see myself. Yeah. I'm learning all this live streaming. So let me just tell you, let me just give him the, your bio real quick. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. So listen up. This is fascinating. Just his background. Sterling Simpson uh, has had a 17 year in allopathic medicine working in pediatrics adult medicine, and urgent care emergency medicine. He specialized in pediatric pulmonary medicine and was trained as a top-tier fellowship in Los Angeles. He was awoken to the fact that chemical-focused Western medicine not only never cures, but it facilitates untold harm to patients. Having awakened, he now focuses on exposing the truth about prescriptions of chemical-based pharmaceuticals and has become a natural cure-based physician. His main goal is to bridge the gap in public understanding regarding natural cures and help the public realize that we have been disparaged naturopaths and we have disparaged naturopaths and alternative medicine practitioners for far too long. He urges us to embrace alternative medicine as the main path forward in healing ourselves from decades of big pharma and FDA sponsored poisoning via food and medicine. He believes, listen to this, we were all born in God's image, hallelujah, as healthy, beautiful humans and that most chronic disease 
is due to chronic exposure to poisons via medications, food, and environmental factors. Welcome, welcome. I don't have the clapping like Jay and April have, but I'll do yeah, it. All right, thank you. So, yeah. you about something you wrote about. a book about everything, correct? I did, yes. So this is um, this is my book, Dr. Q, Eyes Wide Open. Um, and I'm pretty passionate about the book. It, you know, I've never written before. I'm not a writer. It's not, I mean, I've always wanted to write a book, but um, this came out of inspiration. I, I wrote that book when I quit um, the job I was at. And um, it's a pretty good summary of, of what, you know, your average physician goes through. You know, it has my personal life, which is definitely pertinent because I was brought up and raised by a, um, an abortionist, obstetrician, stepfather, you know, the, the whole mm. uh, kind of a rough childhood, um, but, but led me into medicine because I wanted to help people. Um, and, uh, and then spent many, many years getting trained and the book explains how I really do believe there are good people in medicine. How are these good people mm. doing such horrible things? <laughs> So when did you have um, your like? Yeah, you had some kind of moment, I would think, or something that started. Yeah, yeah. So the book explains the training process and medical school, and really the 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 rigorous mind control that 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 they put um, people through. So to give it gives gives healthcare providers a little grace. Um, I think we're getting to the point now where. Race is going to be tough when all the data comes out, and you know, showing that we're really doing a lot of harm. Mm -hmm. But um, I had my awakening at the beginning of all this because nothing makes sense. Nothing made sense in a very basic science, common sense way. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why other people don't get that. Or other I, I say it's a spell. Like, I swear to God, people are like under a spell. And I was under one. I was under it. Yeah. I feel like it was a spell that was cast or something. And so I'm sitting in my office one day and I, something, something hit me. I was researching something and maybe it was an anti-vax um, blog or something hit me. And I'm like, okay, I need to do a little research. And the research, all you need to do to ask, all you need to ask physicians, nurse practitioners, PAs, just ask them to read the inserts. Hmm. And I read inserts of vaccines. I read inserts of medications and it was horrifying we're not taught this i mean i know we're supposed to know this but that's part of part of the you'll get that understanding in the book of how we could get how could i get this far into my career and not really read detailed all of you know the vaccine inserts because you're you're brainwashed from day one that's basic medicine mm -hmm. i was i was explaining this to someone someone the other day it's like if you're a car mechanic and you're 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 fixing the the Maseratis and you're and you know top level Maseratis, and you've been in training for ten years to fix these top level Maseratis. At some point, are are you really going to go back and and try to figure out how to change the tire again, or are you going to take it take your mentor's way of changing the tires for ten years as well? That's basic. Mm -hmm. That's what vaccines are to physicians. Basic. And so we never, ever go back because once you, if you go back to basic medicines or vaccines and you, and you uncover the fact that maybe they're not okay, 
or maybe the fact that we're not giving true informed consent, your entire world so that's the cognitive dissonance in these people. You know, it's like someone that's going to church, someone that's going to church. I'm not saying this is true, but it would be like if you're a Christian, you're going to church. And I give you some information that says Jesus was never alive. You'd be like, what I mean, that's basic. Yeah, of course he was alive. And that's what the entire that's what vaccines and basic medicines are to healthcare. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a religion. It is. It's a it's a philosophy. It's a cult think. Can you, so, can you clarify what you mean by informed consent so people understand what maybe they're not getting? Yes. Yeah, so that's big. I mean, I tweet, I tweet about this. We can do it another night or you can cover it tonight. But it's whatever you think is the most important for them to learn tonight. No, I think that's huge. OK, the basics. Um, informed consent is a legal term. It's a spiritual term. It's legal and spiritual. It, it, it means that if someone were to give you informed consent, if I'm going to inject something in you or give you a medication or tell you to wear a mask or wear any device, informed consent means that I tell you the positives, so the potential benefits, we know we get all those and those are refutable. So fine, put those aside. We all know the potential benefits because they shove them down our throat. They have to tell you all potential adverse effects. And if you have a medical assistant injecting your kid with something, like I did for decades, mm-hmm. or you have someone prescribe something to you and they, do, they only tell you oh, it's going to lower your cholesterol, and they don't dive into the insert and tell you, I don't care if it's a one in a billion chance of you dying. They need informed consent means that the medical professional told you about the potential adverse effects so that you as a individual with human rights can make the decision to take it or not. Right. Mm-hmm. That's it. And so it goes for anything. It even goes for masks. That's fine. You want me to wear a mask? You're on the podium telling me I have to wear a mask and you're stating all these studies. Okay. We can refute that another day. Tell, give me informed consent as a citizen. And that's what they're not doing. They're not even mentioning that it yeah. could possibly have an adverse effect. Mm-hmm. Everything in life. I mean, it's like our kids know this. We teach our kids nothing in life is free, right? You know, you, it's very rare other than like accepting God. It's very rare that you can just take something and it's all positive and there's nothing you need to consider. Right. And that's. So if I were to walk into a physician's office and someone would want to inject me with something or my kids or prescribe something, I would ask them, sir, can you please give me legal informed consent on this medication? It's the same as a surgery. It's when they tell you all the downsides. But that needs to be done for medicines, too. And it's not. We've gone so far away. Well, explain this in the book. Say something real quick. Is sure. Plus. I think we come to a point because we trust that doctor so much. I mean, I've been, I go to natural paths for most of my adult life, but that we trust this person so much that even if they tell us a hundred horrible things that could happen, but they still say, I think you should get this, or this would be a good idea. We're going to go here. Here's my arm. Like, yes, yes. 
so that and that's where the the responsibility for being a moral human, moral physician, moral PA, moral naturopath comes in. Mm-hmm. But at the very the first step is getting legal, moral informed consent because we're not even giving people the choice. Because you bring up a good point, and we can talk about this too a little later on. Is when people are starting to head towards health and. Ch- it's a choice, right? It is a choice. It's an active choice. And you learn pretty quick. And this is part of my awakening. You learn pretty quick that they don't, they, I'll just call them they, the evil ones, yeah. making all this stuff, putting it in our food, putting okay. it in our water. They tell us the truth. They <laughs> follow karmic law. Yeah. So you can get my favorite I think I'll, I'll put it over there. My, a bag of Takis is, is, was part of my awakening because the last ingredient in the Takis that my kid had been eating has a chemical in it and it says antioxidant. Mm. Oh, okay. Antioxidants. I've heard that's good for you. No, no, no. This is an antioxidant for paint thinner. Whoa. So, you, so you Google this DHGT chemical yeah, and you find that it's used in industrial ways and it says... Do not consume. And it says, do not use on plants. It'll kill your plants if you put them on plants. So what I'm telling you is, and this this is empowering, Mm -hmm. they tell us everything. The CDC has told us masks don't work. Dr. Fauci has told us masks don't work. Dr. Redfield testified in front of Senate, uh, the Senate, and I have all this on my Twitter that'll get erased sometime. When he was in front of the Senate, they asked, do asymptomatic people need to wear masks? And he said, no, they've told us. They told us PCR tests don't work. It's in the literature. It's in a CDC document. They're not lying. They said it might detect coronavirus 19, but it also detects rhinovirus, influenza. Oh, yeah. By the way, it also detects bacteria. (laughs) So you're shoving something up your nose to, to get a potential positive or negative for a specific virus and it detects all viruses and all bacteria. Wow, yeah, I've heard that. But they, but they say it, they're not lying. <laughs> That's the interesting part of this evil plan. Yeah. And it's like the, the commercials on the TV. I mean, you could take that Zeralto if you want. Listen to the end of the commercial. I mean, my kids laugh. It could cause could cause paralysis or or you know, your arm falling off or death. They tell us, and we still do it. Yeah, that was my point earlier. It's just like, here's my arm, even though all that could happen. There might be one good thing that happens or whatever. Yeah, it's such a big conversation right now about all of this. And so I think that's where I want to shift because I have, there's a, there's a storm coming and it's not just the Please storm. <laughs> it's, it's people and they're going to be angry and they're going to feel misled. Yes. No. And we can have that anger and you can, you can have it and you can digest it. But, but the reality is at some point um, you're going to have to take responsibility too, because yes, did, did you, were you prescribed something or injected something and not given informed consent? Yes. Um, But you could ask them now and you could read it yourself. Um, And we've all poisoned our kids, you know? Yeah, I, I could yeah. go into anyone's house, most anyone, and find poison in their cabinet. And it's, they're not bad people. 
Mm-hmm. But that's part of the part of the awakening process is realizing that just bombarded with just chemicals and and insecticides and and radiation from our phones and our Wi-Fi and all, you know all this stuff that people just don't want to think about, um, and that's why we're sick. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. I've been talking about. You know, this group that I'm involved with, which you are now, because I met you through Jay and April and Spiritually Mm -hmm. Raw. And, man, it takes a lot for us to come out and even talk about stuff that is, like you, coming out and talking about this huge, just, I mean, I think that just shows how much integrity you have. Like, not only do I have to leave this, but I have to talk about it and I have to reach as many people as I can. I mean, I I could feel that and I know that's how I feel about things. So, um, yeah, you get to a point. I mean, and I think I'm starting to see it. You know, you're starting to see physicians who are getting it and once you get over the soul crushing reality that you've been practicing you know practicing medicine that doesn't cure it just band-aids and puts a bill on you know it it produces money for for big pharma once you get over that you do realize you know you have a moral obligation to stop doing that but you have also a moral obligation to reverse what you've done right Teach people. Yeah, I, I know. I tell everyone when I had my true awakening, I literally went through all this, this, the phases of grief, I think is. I mean, I was so pissed. Yeah. I was so angry that I actually understood what was happening. And I was so angry for a very long time. I was like eh, lashing out on my social yeah. media. Now I lashed out a different way. It's more like wake up, you know, <laughs> and that's a different yeah, way yeah. of lashing. But um, yeah, so you got to honor the feelings and move through them. The, this emotional roller coaster that like seriously humanity is about to go through to, at, yeah. at once. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is nothing. This is one, le- we're talking about health. I mean, I went through and my book also talks about adrenochrome. It talks about ch- child trafficking. It talks about, um, talks about the fact that we're, we've been slaves and, uh, you know, we work three to five months a year for the government, our paychecks. I mean, nobody, we all just did it. We just did it because it was okay. That's how much taxes are taken away from us. Four to five months of labor a year. Yeah. And not just the high earners because you pay sales tax, you pay um, a local tax, county tax, you, you know, everything, car tax. Once you get over that, yeah, you do get pissed. Um, but then you have to switch that into something more motivating. Um, I still think I, I'm, I, I'll state, that I'm not at all like love and light and just meditate all day and everything's going to be okay, guy. I used to be that. Well, no. kind of with a feisty edge. Now I'm just like pure feisty. Let's go. No, we need feisty. We you do. Know, there, is, there is nothing low vibrational for fighting for your life and your children oh, wow. and your country. And you okay? can't say like light workers. You can't have the blanket over your eyes and say, I'm, can't, I'm not willing to look at that. You have to be able to look at it in the, in the eyes. You got to get a face yes. it. And then you raise above it and you have yeah. the full power over it. And and you can, you know, whatever path you you you're walking, you know, if you're a Christian, if you're a, a Buddhist or whatever you are, but you know, you take all these people, yes, they were written and they were peaceful. You know, Jesus, I'm a Christian, Jesus, but Jesus also didn't take shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he, he didn't just he wasn't a pushover. Right. He spoke his truth. <laughs> he spoke truth powerfully and very directly, yes. you know, and many spiritual leaders do that. Mm-hmm. The ones that are all peace and love and, and get you in that apathetic mindset, you need to be aware of. 
Mm -hmm. So we're also about to see, I mean, the, all the layers of falsities that are out there. One of them is spiritual movements. One of them is the yogi movement. It, all, there's a lot of people out there that are just like, no, you need to rise above this consciously and just sit. And you know what? Yeah. If they're telling you that and they're sitting in a Malibu mansion or they're in Bali, uh, it's not quite the same to me, you know, because I'm I'm in my current job. I'm I'm going and seeing patients in the poorest of poor neighborhoods and mm. uh, just evaluating like Medicare, Medicaid patients. And let me tell you, they these people need help. They need action. Right. There, there's people out there, and I, I think it's important for people to understand this because our movement is filled with educated. Mm -hmm. um, and, and and I'd say middle to upper socioeconomic status a lot, a lot. And even if you think you're low and you're struggling, well, you still have a house, you still have food. I'm going into places, and these are just average everyday Americans where, you know, their house is just trashed. They barely have heat. They barely have food. Mm -hmm. They sit 24 hours a day in their house because they're afraid. They're on 10 to 15 medications, so they're totally mind-numb, brain-fogged, Yeah, and all they do is sit and watch a TV for 12 hours a day. It's really sad. It's really yeah. sad. And they're full of fear. Yeah. And that's why I think, you know, I was telling my private group today, I said, you know, there's this, it really is this smaller group that came to, to be the forefront to make this change compared to the whatever, almost 8 billion people on the planet, if that number's correct. So it is a small group, but we are so powerful all together. And that yes. we feel, I get chills, we feel this, it's not a, it's like what we came to do to change it for everyone, including yeah. the ones that you're seeing in, yeah. you know, those homes. So it just makes it even, just makes me just want to do it even more, like just more fire under me. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, and that's where I think. That don't know, don't see any help, that don't see the, what can happen good? Yeah. So anyone's saying, because every now and then I'll, I'll, I'll read people that are, you know, kind of put out these statements like everyone's awakening. We're all getting there. And I'm <laughs> telling you, I've been on the streets. That's not true. Yeah. We are, but we are a tiny, tiny crust. Um, I mean, you could even take right now, you know, you could take 80 million Americans, 90 million Americans probably that voted for Trump and, Whatever you think of Trump, good or bad, they were voting for they were voting for policies that are taking us away from a global cabal, taking us away from China and communism. So we we're voting for freedom. Freedom. So yeah. but even those people are still in the matrix, most of them. They're still, you know, thank God a lot of them are not wanting the, this this current injection. But, you know, they're still going to McDonald's. They're still, they still have Takis. They still have fluoride. They do, you know, they use fluoride every day. They still, like, you know what I mean? So really when you get down to an hour movement, like you meet, you know, the, the people on, on this super channel, mm -hmm. you know, we're talking like, I mean, 1% would be giving it some, <laughs> that would be a, a, a generous estimate. Yeah. Um, and it is our responsibility and you know our voices can go far and wide nowadays with the internet um yeah 
So yeah, I, it is. Ex- it's also an exciting time because so the the, the just to explain because my book is not doom and gloom. Yeah, let's have- that because I want them to know where to, you know where to get it. It's on Amazon, I believe. And and yes. more about okay, go ahead. What they'll get out of that. But, but it's also I did research on suppressed cures, things that are coming, amazing stuff that I never learned in med school. Cures for cancer. Frequency healing, sound frequency healing. It's not hippie stuff. It's actual physics. It works. Royal Rife, you know, cancer treatment. He was doing, there's people that were curing cancer in the 20s with frequencies. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nurses and, and physicians that have had had discovered cancer cures from, from um, North American Indians that, I mean, which is virtually curing cancer. I mean, all that stuff has been suppressed. So there's stuff coming. I know, I, I know we're going to win and I know this stuff is coming. So that stuff is there. Light healing, light therapy. We could end this pandemic tomorrow. I mean, it's easy. It, it, UV light kills it. Yeah, I heard my copy today because I can't wait to read it, actually. <laughs> and I'm going to tell everyone, I understand, like he said, it's not gloom and doom. It's real and it's truth. And he's, you know, sharing the things that, I always say it's like uh, gifts from Gaia. Mother Earth has everything mm. that we ever needed. And yes. then that, um, I'm gonna, I always call it the hijacking of humanity. <laughs> that came in and anything that could keep that, any of us knowing that we have any kind of power, that we, we are light or connected to source, and anything they can put in us or give us to cloud that, that connection. And they've been doing it for so long yeah. that, um, yeah, it's, it's fascinating what really is available to us. I had Lyme disease. I actually had mm-hmm. Lyme disease for eight years and it went, I'll, I'll tell you this a short story if I can. Sure. Yeah. So it went undiagnosed for three years. I couldn't find anything wrong with me, which I have realized anyone who's a puzzle more than likely probably has Lyme disease. <laughs> so, right. I mean, I had almost 50 symptoms of all the symptoms, but it was yeah. a naturopath and she did, I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to say this correctly. Um, uh, the microbiology, no, she puts the cells under the slide. Um, mm-hmm. the camera. I can't remember the name right now, but she, um, I was, I had spirochetes galore. I mean, I was just riddled wow. with spirochetes. And so I went on mainstream medicine for a year, which is triple yeah. the dosage of antibiotics and keep changing it. And I was so sick from that. Mm-hmm. But I was on different things for two, three years. And um, I finally got off of everything. And I literally was like, God, what do we got to do? What do I have to do? And yeah. I'm not kidding. What I received was, we're going to do some deep diving work, work in your heart, your soul. You got some guilt, some shame. You got all the stuff that's mm-hmm. keeping you sick. So I started learning the importance of emotions being tied to illnesses that I was attacking mm-hmm. myself every day. So, of course, I would be open to attack. Yeah, yeah. So I no, healed I for over five years now. Thank thank God. Yeah. And, th- and that's where... And that's where, when I talk about the bridge between what you just said and Western medicine and what people are used to, there is a tie, even scientifically. We can tie it all together. So yeah, what you just said was, until you deal with that stuff, you wake up every day. If you're in a state of fear, panic, anxiety, I mean, your body doesn't work right. We know that. Even even like the brainwashed doctors know that. Mm -hmm. I think it's underestimated the the effect. So your body can probably heal itself from many, many, many things, yes. but it's not going to heal itself if you're in a state of fear. Right. 
Absolutely. It's not going to. And that, and then we get into the spiritual realm. And I also believe in that. Um, and one day, you know, I mean, I'll just put it out there. I don't care. People yeah. can think I'm not but you know, I talked to, I, you know, I talked to shamans. I talked to people that can like spiritually heal you or, or get, a, get rid of entities in you. Yeah. It's time. I am sorry. You can think that's crazy. And you can think that oh, the only thing that that is real is in science and books that were all purchased and published by the Rothschilds. I mean, you can, but there, I'm telling you, there is another spiritual world out there that it's like truly like the Matrix. Like there is another world around us that mm -hmm. we don't see. And if you can access that, and certain people can, you have to, you have to, um, you know, use your discernment as to who the real ones are and who, who you know, I'm sure there's, you know, humans will be humans. Um, but it's amazing. I have seen, I, I talked to someone in Ireland who can rid people. I'll get you guys in touch. He's really an amazing guy. Well, he didn't even be on the show. Oh, he is a fascinating person. Okay. Yeah. And this is just like, a, you know, he is a bodybuilder. He's a bouncer. He, he does some healthcare now. He just has gifts and he discovered them about 10 years ago. Hmm. Okay. And this guy has gotten so good. He can do healing sessions with people and, and rid them. He can tell what's it, uh, attacking them. Mm -hmm. And he is able to go into that realm and tell them to get lost, you know, and it's, cool. and, and the proof is in the pudding. I mean, the people you can, you know, say whatever you want about what, what the, the patients are saying, but that there's, there's something to be said, like yourself, when you take someone who's physically ill and you use all these medicines and nothing's working, and then you go to a spiritual healer and everything works. I have know? to tell you the story because you might find this fascinating. So I do work often in the fifth dimensional. I can actually go there and work with someone. And one of the things I do is work with children, but it's, mm -hmm. it's of course with their parents' consent, but the children aren't aware of it consciously. But I'm working with them on the plane. And I'm going to give you an example of one girl I worked with. This just also shows the power of what we bring forward from past lives, the stuff mm. we sent through, and we just keep bringing it forth. Mm. Uh, her mother was at a group reading I did, and I, I like pointed her out. She might be on the speed. I'm not sure. We'll see. I uh, pointed her out, and I said, oh, something about your daughter. Anyway, it turned out I said she's really skinny. I see her as very skinny. Mm. And I'm just paraphrasing. I don't remember my, my complete words. But uh, she was going. She was nine years old and getting ready to have a feeding tube put in it two weeks later. Like, for no reason, didn't eat. OK, yeah. so I said, if you give me permission, I'd like to work with your daughter this week. And I don't know if anything will come of it. But if you give me permission, all I want you to do is keep notes of any changes, even the smallest little thing. Hmm. What I did is I went in that fifth dimensional plane and I, I go and have conversations with them. And so hmm. I'm asking what it was is she has carried over her lifetime from Holocaust. And uh -huh. what now just what I this might sound bizarre to some people listening, but this is what I do is <laughs> some yeah. of the things I do. And um, she was starving herself as a memory from that Holocaust. And I, mm. I don't know what the link was, why, but um, I call in Jesus a lot when we, I do that work and Jesus, the healer and Archangel Michael, and I mm. worked with her and her mom like started messaging me and saying, she's eating snacks. She ate lunch at school today. She went to the doctor two weeks later. She did not need a feeding tube. Wow. Like there's so much that can be done, you know, out, out there. 
<laughs> and this is the thing, you know, I can't explain what you're saying because I don't know that. I don't do that. But yeah. this, is, this is the deal. Okay. Anyone who's listening to this and maybe knows me or, or you know, is just a doc or just, you know, knows only Western medicine or is just waking up. Okay. You're about to find out that you've been lied to about everything in your life and not just you, your parents, your yeah. parents' parents, your parents' parents' parents for hundreds of years, if not thousands, okay? Oh, yep. So maybe, this is where I'm at in, in my journey, maybe you just need to be open to anything. This, what's the, If it feels right and it works, then great. Stop closing off to things because they don't make sense in your current state of mind. And that once I did that and I started meeting people that do stuff like you do and, and, and okay, you know, I'd say, you tell me that story. I'd say, can't, I, I can't refute it. I mean, it's like, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Why not believe it? Um, so, so yeah, I think that's, that's, and that's where the bridge comes in. It's, it's, it's because we're going to go through decades of trying to get people off because they're addicted and their bodies are, are, you know, they're, they're conformed to Western medicine and dealing with all these medicines and treatments and all that. Yeah. It's like you helping them off of that, getting that out. Yeah. Of you can't just pull them off. Right. You have to, well, you know, you have to transition, but you have to transition in a truly holistic mm -hmm. point. So, which would mean, you know, if I had, if I had $5 million, I'd open up a clinic and we would do this. I would do my thing. You would do your thing and yeah. someone else would do their thing. It really, it's. I'm a, it's, manifesting that, by the way. So that, I bet you just gave me a wink. So we'll oh. be, I'm manifesting those. Nice. Um, yeah. They are coming to fruition. Um, I want to give an example too of what happens when you do. So when I had Lyme and they didn't know yet what was wrong, I did deal with um, a lot of depression, but I was also going through a lot of stuff in my life that was just imploding. Everything, yeah. you know, I had to hit rock bottom to hear God again, for real. So yeah. everything was imploding and um, they put me on, I don't know, Zoloft. It was one of the most difficult to get off of. I remember that. So I got on it and as a very sensitive, intuitive, and I'm like, this is, I'm getting worse. This is not helping me. I'm getting worse, actually. Yeah. Try to get off of it. Well, hell no. Your, your brain goes, it was like weird things, whatever yeah. that was. And I called the doctor and I went to the doctor. I said, I'm ready to get off of this. Told him what my brain was doing. That weird, what would you call that? Do you know what to call uh, it? Zapping? Brain, yeah. brain perhaps? What the, yes, it would zap. Yeah. It would jar. And I said, this zapping thing. And he goes, well, that means it's not time to get off of it. And we need to up your dosage. Oh my God. So this is what I did. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, hell no, we are not doing that. And I, I researched and I found a book. I don't remember who it was written by. But teach, he said he had to get himself off of the same drug. I think it was Olaf. I don't remember. Um, and he, I read the book. And literally, I'd be shaving off particles each day and take it. And the next day, yeah. I'd a couple more. It took several weeks. But I got myself off of it. Okay. So that's a great – that's something we can talk about. Yes, let's talk. We never, ever when, – even when I used to practice – Everyday matrix medicine. I would. I knew this. Doctors don't ever tell you how to get off medications. It could be something as simple as tonsillectomies. You know, kids would come in, 
And then as soon as my kid, well, I mean, I've had surgery. My kid had surgery. This is what they do. They give you a bunch of opioids and then they tell you to stop it. And it's horrible, Ooh. right? You know, just so you have to, anything that you take that is chemical in your body that you've taken for more than three days, you need to wean off of. And so. Excellent to know for anyone that needs to hear this. And so that's the trick of antidepressants. That's the trick of all these neuropsychotic medications is they put you on it. And as soon as you get used to the medicine, you cannot stop it. If you stop it, you will feel horrible. Yeah. And it's as simple as if you feel like you need to come off of it or you feel like you're ready, you just have to do it slow. And like you said, a month, a month, you just do it very, you know, mathematically, just Mm -hmm. little by little by little by little by little. But that's almost everything. Your body is an amazing organism that that has the you know it it in its balances according to what it's put in. So you do have to come off slowly, and and that's you know part of what I'll learn in the next you know for the rest of my life is how to get people off stuff. Some things I think you can just stop, but but certainly neuropsychiatric medi- medications you can do it. That what your doctor said was completely false. It's basically like it's basically like putting something on an opioid and and then the person stopping it and feeling horrible and the doctor saying, Well, we just need to increase it. I mean it's idiotic. I was like, No, it's making me more depressed. So yeah. But and I was so determined. That's why, you know, the universe brought me this book right when I needed it. The one that's gonna help me get off of it. And just every day. And that's the thing I do want to tell everyone. I would suggest, and I'm sure you as well, like don't just take, don't stop it, uh, a mind-altering drug, right? I mean, that's, yeah. that, you're going to go through stuff that you don't need to, if you could just wean off of it. You don't have to go through stuff like that. Because no, I, right. I couldn't, My that zapping was, that was crazy. You have to, you, I mean, you really want to do it if you're really motivated. You have to really, really, really slowly. That's what I do. And you also have to increase the good stuff. So yeah. It's going to be a tough part. This is with any medication. You're going to come off of it and you're going to feel bad and you still need to exercise. Mm -hmm. And you still need to be outdoors in nature. You still need to take vitamins. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You need to to increase the positives while you're doing this feeling horrible. Yeah. You know, the, the first thought in our head is just to sit and be sick and just try to get off of it. And that's the part, but you got to fight to get off of it. I had to fight to get uh, past Lyme disease. I woke, I had, I went, I woke up and said, I feel fantastic. Even when I felt my lowest, yeah. I kept telling myself that I feel great. I feel great. And, you know, eventually sometimes that mind over matter, like it really started working. And then, yeah. you know, well, here's, here's the other, let me explain what happens in the doctor's mind of that situation with your yeah. antidepressant. And this is like what I explained in my book. This is how we're trained. I have two choices. When you come in and I have 10 minutes with you, I can, you're feeling bad. I can tell you to stay on the medicine, stop the medicine or increase the medicine. Okay. Now, if I tell you to stop the medicine, I know that you're going to go through hell and you're already depressed. If I stop it and you commit suicide, I'm liable. It's all, it's all lawsuit oriented. It's all legal matrix brainwashing from day one be careful about what you do because they could sue you there is no it's not it's not a it's 
your doctor doesn't have a relationship with you and there's two people deciding one thing. No, he's deciding what he can do in based on the legal system at hand. Yeah. And so that's out. I'm not going to tell her to stop it. Why would I take that responsibility? I'm going to go and, you know, go home to my kids and family for the weekend. And I'm going to think about you sitting at home, maybe committing suicide because I stopped the medication. I'm done. As yep. a, my whole family would be done. Yeah. Okay. So that's out. Um, they never tell you to decrease it slowly. I don't know why. That's just not taught in medicine. That's never taught even in med school. They don't want us off of it, and that gets us off. Yeah. And then increasing it is an easy fix because when you work for a corporation, and this is what Obamacare has done, this is what the Matrix Big Pharma corporations have done. All your doctors that you used to be able to go to, a, you know, just one or two docs doing their own business. They would be able to think for themselves. But when you work for a corporation like I did and most doctors do, you have 10 minutes. You need to get in there. You need to fill out the electronic medical records so you can bill. Type, 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 type. That's 70% of the visit typing so we can bill. It's not anything else. It's so we can bill. And then, you know, you do have to give these people a break. Someone comes in, you might not have seen it for a year or six months, you might not even know the person. And we have to make an evaluation and a decision within 10 minutes. So what's the easiest decision to make that'll also make you happy? Most patients is give you a medication. Yeah. Because patients nowadays, they they want that. I know. And it's not, you know what I mean? So that's where the patients have also been fooled. There's, you know, there's, there's two parts of this. I've had many patients in my career where I've tried to take off stuff or try to tell them that I can't fix it with a pharmaceutical medication and they'll like report me to corporate. <laughs> this is where we're at, you know? No, yeah, I know. Things are, wow. Well, I know this is such an interesting topic that I, you know, we're not done yet, but I hope you'll come back again. I can have you on again because I yeah. think it'll be an ongoing conversation, I think, that, um, you know, I think we're just trying to get the word out to as many as possible, but would you be willing to take some questions? Yeah, absolutely. No, I love questions. I I know you keep talking, but I think, I think people love the fact that they could come on and um, ask you questions. I'm going to go to the top because someone hopped on early while we're waiting for you. And let me see. Um, Someone had now, now I have to find it. (laughs) Um, Let's see here. Give me a moment. Something about masks and pregnancy. I think. Wait, here's um, what this one is. Let's just take this one right here. My children are asthmatic and are on Singular, Flovent, and Rescue Inhaler. What can I do besides that? Oh. Yeah. Now, so, um, I mean, that's my wheelhouse pretty much. Um, yeah, that's right. Well, now just- you, need, you need to, I mean, you always have to go back to the root cause of the illness. Why are your children asthmatic? You know, it's not, it's not what can I do? What can I give them? Um, why are they asthmatic? And are they, do they have food allergies? Are they intolerant? I'm not talking food allergies that you can test. Get away from that. The stuff that we eat that don't make us feel well or make us, that we're intolerant to, you could do tests for and it's normal. And so you need to figure out, which can be tough, but you know, you eliminate, uh, eliminate dairy for a month. See if mm-hmm. that helps. Um, you know, eliminate 
processed sugar for a month and see if that helps. Eliminate the chemicals like in the Takis, see if that helps. Um, and then, then you can feed them antioxidant foods. So I know with kids, it's hard, you know, kids don't like to eat kale all day, but this in your book, like, could she get your book and get some help from that? I mean, she could, I think she could get, I mean, not for asthma specifically, but changing the lifestyle maybe. Yeah. Yeah. She can, she can for sure. Um, and, and my second book, you know, I've written part of it. It is kind of topics like this. Um, good. But so what, what I would say is, Eliminate toxins that could be causing inflammation and try to find foods that decrease inflammation, which are just super, you know, bright green, bright fruits and vegetables, preferably non-GMO, non-pesticides. And then I always, the number one for any child or human, actually any, any human, adult also, always try dairy-free for a month. Mm-hmm. No matter what symptoms you're on. Not everyone. I'm not saying everyone has to be dairy free, but try it for a month and see how you feel. There, thank you. I I totally forgot. I actually, when I had Lyme disease, I had asthma and had to have an inhaler. I wow. also had a nodule in each lung. Now I wasn't oh, a smoker. I smoked like Marlboro Reds, a pack every day till I was 20. But then I quit. But this is like 20 something years later. So I yeah. had all these. And as I healed myself and I healed my symptoms, do you know the nodules disappeared? Wow. The, what is that? What you do? Whoever, whoever it was yeah. that my lungs, he was blown away. He said, cause I had to go keep getting checked. And he says, yeah, time they're smaller. And then finally he's like, they're gone. And I yeah. said, I was like, damn, I even willed my, my lungs to heal. Like I am yeah. with that. And I never needed an inhaler again. So this is a good point. Most disease processes are inflammatory based. They're inflammatory related, which means that your body is in a state of inflammation for whatever reason, but that's environmental, which means it's food that you're taking, you're eating, it's toxins, it's fluoride in the water, fluoride in the tooth, whatever it is. And you need to figure that out. (laughs) Or you're in a pro-inflammatory state when you're in a state of stress all the time. Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's a, here's another question. If you have another, if you have more time, yeah. Dr. Q, can you please give me your thoughts on being pregnant, wearing masks? I've known a, I think he has a, a he can tell you about wearing a mask period, whether you're pregnant or not. Yeah. Um, I've known a couple ladies have miscarriages and three babies with heart issues. I even, one even passed away. I mean, so <sighs> I do have a chapter in the book about masks. Okay. Uh, I have, you know how, you know how like God works. I don't know how I got Judy Mikovitz's number. I mean, I did, I asked, but I mean, it just can't, she's pretty pop. You know who Judy Mikovitz is? No. She's the the person, she wrote Plandemic. She wrote, um, she was the one that was jailed by Dr. Fauci. Oh, I do. I have seen her. Yes. Yeah. She's, she's very, oh my God. Big, 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 Um, big in this movement. Big, big, big. She worked for the the CDC making vaccines and she, she spent time trying to make, make vaccines so that we could and put genetic material in the vaccine so that made that made us lot more liable to catch animal disease and genetic 
components and vaccines that cause cancer in our lives. Probably a lot of cancer is from vaccines. So that's that's um, Judy McIntyre. She's brilliant. Anyway, so um, I have a chapter on masks. Um, so can ma masks can cause anything? Let when me know you when you wear a mask, like just the, if you can. When, when you wear a mask, you rebreathe CO two. This is basic science, which pissed me off, and part of the reason why I left a pulmonary practice is they weren't getting basic science that you learn in high school, middle school. You rebreathe CO two. When you rebreathe CO two, you become acidotic. Your your body makes CO two as a product of living. And the more CO2 rises, the more acidic you get, okay? And so you, re you breathe out CO2. That's your byproduct. It's like the exhaust in a car. If you rebreathe it, CO2 builds up in your body and the acid-base balance shifts. You become more and more acidotic. So everyone wearing a mask is slightly acidotic, okay? Acidosis, oh, you're going there. <laughs> yeah. acidosis is... Um, Acidosis is also what makes you want to breathe. So just a little physiology lesson, which is, I think, interesting. If you hold your breath, the reason you can't hold your breath forever, it's not oxygen. That's that's what, it's not oxygen. We're not talking about oxygen. We're talking about CO2 buildup. It builds up that fast in your body. So you hold your breath, and by 20 seconds, 30 seconds, the buildup in your body is creating an acid-based shift. And it's telling your brain, breathe, breathe, breathe. That's why you go, <sighs> it's because you become acidotic and your brainstem tells you you need to breathe. Hmm. Okay, so now translate that into a mask. Yeah. So you're slightly acidotic or whatever, or a lot acidotic, depending on what ridiculous mask you wear. And you become acidotic all day long. And your kidneys try to fight it. And they try to fight it. And hmm. it, and excrete acid out of your urine and all that, but they can't, can't, it can't keep up. So the diseases that are formed from acidosis, it's everything. Cancer. Do we have studies? We don't have studies that can tell you what a pregnant woman, what, what, a, what are the, the effects of acidosis on a fetus? It's probably horrible. Mm. Probably anything. It's like you're holding your breath slightly all day long. Yeah. And so that's just basic. It's, it's common sense. You don't even need a study. We previous to all of this craziness in the field of pulmonology, if you have a lung disease or a tracheostomy and you're, you're, you're disabled, we went out of our way to make sure that was unobstructed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like, oh yeah, don't put anything over that because you can rebreathe your CO two, and that's that's dangerous. Hmm. That's how we used to think, like a year ago. Right. So rebreathing CO two is pro-inflammatory. It's pro-acidotic, and it probably causes or it helps cause any a number of diseases. I wouldn't be surprised if it caused miscarriages or 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 abnormalities in fetuses. Um, and it's also pro-infection, and you rebreathe bacteria and fungus on your mask. Right. And it's that's common sense. Yeah, not for people. I'm not saying that to the people. I'm saying it's 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 so 
This is to other physicians. It's so damn common sense that it's malpractice if you're telling people to do that. That's idiotic. If you're a physician out there and you think that that works, you need, you need to explain to me how we didn't figure that out for 100 years. 100 yeah. years of pandemic and now suddenly mass work for an airborne virus that has that the virus particles are so small it's literally like putting up a like a chain link fence to protect yourself from mosquitoes i mean that's i mean it's ridiculous it's microns well it's like when you go it knows when you're in a restaurant sitting and eating and it can't reach yeah. there but it can like reach you when you're walking through the restaurant but as soon as you sit down yeah. it's just like people well, yeah, yeah. Think. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a, it can't get you at the bars after 10. We can't serve after 10 over here. Yeah, no, at 10, that's when the viruses really get crazy. Here's it's a such interesting. Um, Sunshine says, I've told my PCP I will take this and not that. However, asked her twice for HCQ. She said no. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Doc doesn't know anything about it. I don't know. Yeah, 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 I think it's, I mean, I think it's malpractice. Hydroxychloroquine is a safe medicine that we have been prescribing like water, even in children for decades. Yeah. And guess what? Tell your PCP, their, their trusted, revered American Medical Association flipped on that, okay? Mm -hmm. So they are now admitting that hydroxychloroquine works and it's not bad. That's malpractice. Mm-hmm. So they're so, either actively practicing malpractice or they're still in a, some spell like believing well, yeah, no, you know, they're in a spell they're just i'm not saying they're bad people but yeah. that's still my practice it doesn't yeah. matter it doesn't yeah. matter because they have enough training to look and realize that hydroxychloroquine is not a bad to safe medication we prescribe off-label medications just so everyone knows in pediatrics every almost every medication we prescribe is off-label off-label means it hasn't been approved mm. because you don't study medications in kids. Mm. Doctors have always been able to prescribe whatever the hell we want because it's on our butt. Wow. It's, we're supposed to be able to do that. That's legally, we're supposed to prescribe anything if I think it works for this particular patient. Mm -hmm. And you're going by what you were trained and told worked. I right. guess. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. But, but meaning, meaning if, a doctor thinks that, I don't know, if, if he thinks amoxicillin is going to cure your, your, your uh, I don't know, twitch, he could prescribe that. That's his license. He's supposed to be legally be able to do that because maybe he thought of something that someone else, it's called prescribing off-label. Okay. And, and in pediatrics, almost everything is off-label because it hasn't been studied by the FDA because we don't put nine-year-olds in, in case-controlled studies. That would be unethical. So it's been going on for 100 years. Doctors prescribe off-label for 100 years. The fact that we cannot prescribe off-label now is criminal. Mm, okay. And that was done by Fauci. And you know what else he did in the 80s? He did the same shit with Bactrim and HIV. He killed people with HIV because he came... H Bactrim is a another antibiotic that's prescribed like water. And people with HIV were dying of a certain bacterial pneumonia that Bactrim magically cured. 
and you can put them on prophylactically. And this bastard stopped it. He did the same thing in the 80s. Wow. The sick, sick person. It's all about to end. <laughs> yes, he needs to end. Um, let's kind of, because we're almost an hour into it, and I think I have to hop off the channel because someone else might be getting, because we got now this whole channel that everybody gets on. Oh, like, cool. All right. Yeah. Our own station. But um, yeah. well, let's, uh, one more question, Dr. Q. What's your vision for the future of medicine? Um, humanity is going to need a lot of natural healing physically and mentally and in 30 seconds. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think the future of medicine is exactly what we're talking about. It's, it's having someone like me mm -hmm. that has knowledge of previous stuff because we're still going to have people on a lot of old Western allopathic medicine. Yeah. It's going to be linking with naturopaths. It's going to be linking with chiropractors, with sound healers, with energy heal. It's going to be bringing people like me convincing the average Joe that no, it's not just a chemical that you need. You need to also see you. You need to see this person. And it's a. Whole, I really think that we're going to get there, and it's going to it's going to come very quickly when they release something as simple as UV light kills all bacteria and viruses. I mean that. We're going well, to energy. I keep saying that we're going back to yeah. energy healing, even if it's what you do, it, you know, from Gaia, a plant, it's energy. It's the energy healing. Yes. And, and you're, what you said before, I totally agree with everything that we need to heal ourselves is grown on the planet or comes from the sun. Yeah. Everything. It was the gift from God. creating. You just, have to, you just have to rediscover it. We just have to dust off the books. Yeah. They, they made us forget. Yeah. Uh, right, guys, I'm going to put your book up here because I did save a picture. Let me oh, see here. You. Oh, it's tiny, but there you go. Dr. Hugh, hold it up, yeah. please. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Can you get it on Amazon? It's on Amazon. I'm sorry. But, Dr. you know, it's the only thing I can do until I can publish it myself. Dr. No, Hugh, I'm eyes right. wide open. Amazon, too. Um, yeah, perfect. And uh, I'm on Twitter at Dig. I mean, I'm losing four or 500 a day, but. It's mm -hmm. Dig Warrior for Kids, D I G Warrior, the number four kids. It's and yeah. Oh, so, the Rainbow Crew, that's another topic. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I am, um, uh, you can follow me on there. I try to stay pretty apolitical and try to health, health oriented and, and motivated. I, just to let everyone know, it's like what I tell my people and my family that are awake expect this is my download okay from the last week expect to lose all hope for a minute yep okay for a minute it's okay don't let anything surprise i don't care if there's resignations i don't care if the chinese troops cross the border expect to lose or be shocked and then it's going to get amazing yeah and then some clarity starts happening it's like your, your soul remembers wait a minute okay so i'm i okay then the next thing pops in front of you. You're like, yes. Yeah. Okay. I am going to have you on again, if you will come back. To yeah. The hot topic. And um, it's a great book. People are just like saying they follow you on Twitter. They love your book. So I can't wait to read it. And, and we're going to need, we're going to need to go there. This is like, first, we got to take care of the politics. We got a lot of met mopping up to do. So let's do another show and talk about all the health stuff that's coming.
Okay, we'll do. So you guys uh, subscribe. And as you know, um, we're moving videos to YouTube now, ugetube.com. And I have, I'm on there, Julie Treat, and then the Super Channel's there, the Collective Super Channel. So this will only be up for tw like 24 hours, and we move them so that we don't get them taken down. And so, you know, share it. Come follow me on um, YouTube, and we'll have Dr. Q on again. I am so grateful for you. I'm, I'm so grateful that we're in this, 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 we're warriors for love. We got this. We got it. We, we got, got this. this we got this, y'all. We got this. Okay. We love yep. you. Thanks for joining. God All bless. right. God, God bless. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I also hope that you are finding your way through Ascension quickly, easily, and effortlessly. Hempworks truly is a dream come true. I am in love with this company. It is built on light and it is helping us ascend so much easier. If you look through the site, hempworks.com backslash Julia Treat. Let me know if you have any questions or concerns and I can help you determine what might be best to order. Just email me at julia at juliatreat.com and I'll help you determine what's best to start with. But just to let you know what works for me, and I've been doing this for a couple of weeks, you will know within a few days if this is good for you. And the company has a 60-day empty bottle guarantee. You literally can try this for 60 days and get your money back even if you've used all of the product. Just to let you know what's working for myself, I am using the 750 milligrams. I'm probably going to bump down to 500 milligrams shortly. Again, everyone is an individual and you'll have to just determine what works best for you. I use about three drops under my tongue. I hold them there for 60 seconds, which gets it into your bloodstream quicker. I also use the hemp coffee, which I am absolutely and completely in love with. This is literally heaven in a cup. The coffee is made with chaga mushrooms, which are superfood, which are rich in B-complex vitamins, zinc, fiber, vitamin D, potassium, amino acids, and other important phytonutrients. This is the best coffee I have ever had in my life. <laughs> I recently ran out and really was freaking out. I ordered two boxes immediately. Those are the two things that I would suggest, if you can, that you try those first, either 750 or 500 milligrams. If you have a lot going on, I'm talking about a lot going on in your body, a lot of things that you need to, to heal and push out, then I would go to the 1,500 milligrams. Macy and Gracie get the CBD dog treats. They absolutely love them. They each get one cookie in the morning. I actually have to cut them up because they're kind of big and they're hard. I cut them up and hand feed them, but they love them. And I'm telling you, their hair is silky. They are so calm and they are just happy dogs. They really were going through stuff like everyone else was. And they are back to their happy, go lucky go little selves. So I give them one cookie in the morning, and then I give them one in the afternoon. And they will come and actually let me know when it's time. Their own body is wanting this product. I also use the curcumin. Check it out. I use the curcumin once a day, and I take the Vitality once a day. I'm not saying you need all of that. I'm just sharing what I use in case it helps you determine what you will be getting yourself. Blessings to you, my friend. Please check it out. Hempworks. H-E-M-P-W-O-R-X dot com backslash Julia Treat. Poke around. Costs you nothing. But make sure if you do purchase that you get in the preferred customer price. It costs nothing to be a preferred customer. They have to do that because of legalities. But you get a massive discount. 
get preferred customer discount for sure. If you decide, I want to do this gig, I believe in this so much, I want to do this part-time or as a full-time gig, you can come join my Team Prosperity, where I will help you build your own business. I will have you on my YouTube channels, which I'm now reaching tens of thousands of people. I will have you on my podcast, and I will help you sell your product and build your company. And last but not least, I have a way that you can win a free reading with me. $400 is what they cost normally. By trying the product and then sending your testimonial to me, whether it's written or you record a video. I want your testimonials. I want to know what this product is doing for you and your family. You'll be entered into the drawing and every month I am drawing for a free reading with me plus drawings for many of my product line. My Hearts Up, Wings Out merch, my Archangels merchandise, so many ways to prosper. Check it out, HempWorks, H-E-M-P-W-O-R-X.com backslash Julia Treat. Check out the products. You'll see how beautiful this company truly is. And if you do want to pursue or at least discuss Team Prosperity, I'd love to talk with you. Just send an email to julia at juliatreat.com. Have a blessed day, beautiful.